Hi everyone! Welcome back to the second episode of the What Is Podcast, where I try to fulfill a little piece of your curious minds in topics like technology, science, art, history, and many more. I'm your host, Yuriko Lee, and in this episode, we are asking the question, What are musicals? Okay, before we dive into the nitty-gritty parts of things, I want to tell you guys why I'm asking this question in the first place. It all started when I was younger. I don't remember specifically, but what I do remember was little me watching The Little Mermaid wholeheartedly, humming along to the songs Under the Sea and Part of Your World, and later memorizing them and singing along. As you can probably tell, That was my first time watching a Disney musical film, and I instantly fell in love. I loved the story, the characters, Ariel and her friends, Sebastian and Flounder, but especially the music. The songs and the music are what makes musicals one of a kind. These Disney movies and other musicals later became a huge part of my childhood, even to this day, when I'm feeling a bit nostalgic. I always like to go back and watch those musicals that I grew up loving. And so, this brings me to my question. What are musicals? Let's start with a basic definition. A musical is a play or a movie in which music and song play an essential part to tell the story. There are many types of musicals, but the most common ones are musical theater and musicals in film and television. Historians believe that musical theater can be traced back to ancient Greece. They performed comedies and tragedies that included music and dance in large open-air amphitheaters. Later, The Romans also used song and dance to perform comedies. They used special effects to make it more fascinating. Surprisingly, most of these special effects are still used in modern theaters today. In the 12th and 13th century, church representatives would travel by land and use musical theater as a way to spread their teachings. The actors would perform on a stage on wheels called pageant wagons. Then the European Renaissance came, and later, clowns! Yes, clowns! These clowns would wear masks and perform stories in front of a whole crowd, and many people loved them. By the 1700s, the use of singers and orchestras to tell a story or opera became popular in places in Europe, such as Britain, Germany, and France. Popular operas include The Beggar's Opera by John Gay and The Bohemian Girl by Michael Balfe. Then, modern musical theater developed in the 1800s, mainly because of major social and technical changes. Back then, transportation was improving, and so it was easier for people to go to theaters. People also had better jobs with better salaries, and that meant they had more money to spend to go to theaters and other types of entertainment. Then, the invention of electricity and later streetlights 
also made it safer for people to go out at night. The first modern musical was a romance called *The Black Crook* in 1866, which of course included music and dance. But what's fascinating about it is its length. It was a staggering five and a half hours long. Nowadays, live musical theater are still very popular. For example, the Broadway Theater in New York City and the West End Theater in London are by far the most popular places for live theater. Performing musicals like *The Phantom of the Opera*, *Hamilton*, *Wicked*, *Waitress*, and many more. Now we have to remember that musicals didn't only exist in the Western world, but it also flourished in Eastern traditions. In East Asia, the oldest form of musicals developed in China. Where they incorporated music, acrobatics, and clowns, historians even say that this form of Chinese theater predated even the ancient Greeks, which was fascinating. Other traditions, such as Chinese opera, Taiwanese opera, and the Japanese no, were also highly enjoyed. In India, there are various theatrical traditions, such as the Sanskrit drama, Indian classical dance, Parsi theater. And Yakshagana. Okay, now that we've covered musical theater, it's time to talk about the other end of the spectrum: musical films. In the early 20th century, after the development of sound film—that is, film with sound in it—musical films started to emerge. In the 1930s, there came musicals like 42nd Street, Footlight Parade, Swing Time, but the most well-known of them all has to be The Wizard of Oz. In the 1960s, there came West Side Story, Mary Poppins, The Sound of Music, and Funny Girl. But the so-called golden age of musicals has to be in the 80s and the 90s. Why? Well, have you ever heard of The Lion King, Aladdin, Mulan, Beauty and the Beast? Well, they are all very popular musical films made by Disney. These films brought light to the world of musicals and introduced most of the population to it. The story, along with the songs, and great animation mixed in, made Disney musicals well loved by everyone. And now, in the 21st century. These kinds of films are on the rise with musicals like *Mamma Mia*, *Mary Poppins Returns*, *Into the Woods*, and *The Greatest Showman*, to name a few. Now we've seen a lot of evolutionary changes in musical theater and television, and that change is good. Nowadays. Musicals strive to be more inclusive and diverse to match the society that we are in today. Historically, the content in musicals almost always reflect the social situation in that given time period. Looking back to a century ago, musicals were mostly very jolly and happy, and that's good. But now musicals have gotten more dramatic and brought light to themes like race, wealth, grief, 
and love in ways that would have been unheard of a hundred years earlier. Not only the story, but the casting process has also changed over the years. For example, the popular Broadway show Hamilton casts its talented actors from diverse ethnic and racial backgrounds. I truly hope that the changes that are ever-increasing today will continue to be prevalent even in the years to come, because as Stephen R. Covey once said, strength lies in differences, not in similarities, and the strength and beauty of these musicals lie in its diversity and inclusivity. Thank you for listening to this episode of the What Is Podcast. See you on the next episode. Bye.